we are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips, just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are and how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Sarah's View of Life, right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Dory. What is love, really? We talk about love. We throw the word around. I love this. I love that. I love them. I love him. I love her. The same way that we throw hate around. But do we really understand the meaning of love? Do we understand what love is? Do we understand how to feel love, how to give love? Well, that is the question, isn't it? Love is something that isn't on the outside. The outside can stimulate the inside, but love comes from within. Love is something you were born with, an innate feeling, a connection, a divine source energy. It is something that is your generator. It is a vibration that moves you, a frequency, a wavelength, the rhythm of your life. Love is something that you don't just feel. It's something that you are. So how do you become that love? How do you embrace love in a way that you're not afraid of it? You're not afraid of the repercussions or you're not afraid or invested in someone else loving you. If we can take loving partners out of the way and just purely talk about love, 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 love in its honesty, in its truth, in its very core value, we will understand that love is all around us, it's always within us, and it's always a downloadable. You see, if we're living just a human life, we're living a life of survival and conditions and expectations, those expectations we've put upon ourselves. Conditions, some are very mental and some again have been imposed upon us. Survival, yes, we need to eat, we need roof over our head. There's certain things we need in order to function as a human being. But without the spirit, without the spirit love, without the soul love, without the spirit love, what do we have? We are just humanoids. We're just people robotically going through life without actually understanding how to live it. Love is you. You are the flame of love. You are the waters of love. You are the wind of love. You are the earth and the universe of love. We've made love very corny, very flippant, very throwaway. And that is not what love is about. When you are truly and honestly and completely immersed in the love vibration, you don't know hate. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't disagree or dislike or are disgusted by certain things. You're still going to have those reactions, but you're not as judgmental. You wish those people love because you know that's what they're lacking. If they live so much in hate and violence and disconnect from themselves, from their source, from their energy. They are flapping in the wind. 
And very often it leads to anger, to violence, to that hate. We can wish them love and send them loving vibration. Whether they let it in, that is up to them. But the more they are around love and they feel that love of other people unconditionally, just simply love, the more they begin to absorb it and more it ignites the love that lies within. Love is a, a deep breath. You know when you take that deep breath in? Hold it. Let it out. There's a sense of peace with that. If you find yourself exasperated or frustrated or upset for any reason, take a few deep breaths. Hold it for a moment, maybe to the count of four or five, whatever. Release it. Repeat this a few times until you can actually feel your entire body. <sighs> Relax. See, in that deep breath, there is a sense of peace. In that deep breath, there's a sense of clarity. There's a sense of connection and of foundation. That deep breath, which aligns you, brings back that equilibrium, erects the beautiful chakras and has everything flowing back through your body is the reason why love is the most powerful thing in the entire universal world. See, love is the fuel that fuels us. Food is important to feed the body, the right food to feed the mind. This is why we were given this vessel. We were given this vessel to have a human experience. That feeling of touch, of taste, of hold, of tangible things, the movement that we can do, that spirit cannot do in the same way. And when we align our spirit along with our body and we have a spiritual human journey, then we are truly experiencing things that are extraordinary. That touch, instead of just touch, that soft touch of real connection, hand on skin, hand on flower, hand on running your fingers through the sand or running your fingers through the water, of touching the soil as you plant a flower, of holding a child, of petting a dog or petting a cat, whatever it is that touch, that connection, that connection makes you feel. It vibrates up through your body and your heart starts to swell. It's just, if you could purr, you would be purring. And your heart is smiling and your soul is so open and that it just downloads all the wisdom that goes through your heart in truth, that lifts your spirit into action, that allows your mind to know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. See, that feeling of love is such a sense of peace, such a sense of the deep breath. When you hold a newborn child, or I have an 18-month-old grandson, when I hold him and I look at him and I just keep telling him how much I love him, and he looks at me and we've got a little connection going, we have our own little language, and there is that wonderful vibrational connection that we have of understanding, and he loves his grandma as grandma completely loves him. It's the same way I loved my children and still do love them, but I can't kuchiku or devour them in the same way that I can him. It's the same way if you 
have a beautiful meal that's been cooked with you for you with love. You know the difference between food that's been slopped on the plate and food that has really been given some loving energy. My son is like that. When he cooks, he cooks because he wants you to have an experience. He wants you to taste all the love, to feel his love through that food. That is his way of showing it. And when you eat it, you can taste all the flavors. You can taste the experience and it leaves you, mm, mm, that was so good because you're feeling his love. We all have a way that we express love. There is no wrong way or right way as long as it's not harmful. We can express love through art, through music, through words, through touch, through food, through doing things for people. Kindness and love go hand in hand. How can you be love or give love if you're not kind, first to yourself or to anyone else? Kindness is that tenderness, that empathy, that understanding, that gentleness. And when you step into kindness and you do kindness to other people, the feeling back is so wonderful because that kindness may have just shifted their day, just may have been that one thing they needed to carry on. And in some cases, may be something that saves their life and you may never know. Kind acts, consideration, respect, these are all under that umbrella of kindness, love, compassion, empathy. You see, if we lived more in those realms, in the empathy, in the compassion, in the kindness and the consideration, the respect of other people, we would be living in that loving vibration. We would be igniting other hearts and souls. We wouldn't be embracing each other with that love. And through that, we would create harmony, a symphony of love that would resonate out and lift us all up to a higher plane, a higher frequency, a higher vibration, a different wavelength. But while we're still chasing love on the outside, do you love me? I need that validation. Do you approve of me? Am I of value to you? When we're looking for that, then we are not truly looking at love. We're looking for approval. If you need approval, that's not love. You know when it's love. It's a connection, and we've got to also be very careful between two people. There is that magnetic chemistry that happens between people that is very lustful, and just so encompassing, but can it weather the day-to-day -day storms or the day-to-day doldrums? When you can sit in the same room with each other, reading a book, each doing your own thing and still feel connected, when you can finish each other's conversations or when you can converse about anything and still be very interested in each other, when just holding the pinky or taking the hand or just looking at each other with that look and that smile. Then you have that connection. It's not all about the, the pumping heart and the roses and the passion. Oh, yes, that's all very wonderful. But that is not sustainable and will not sustain a relationship long term. So what is the foundation of that love in that loving relationship? Trust is one. Can you be vulnerable with this person in trust? 
does this person see you from the inside out? Or are they only seeing the package? Are they demanding that you change something? I don't like your hair. I don't like the way you dress. I don't like the way you look at someone. I don't like when you do this. I don't like when you do that. Ooh, those are red flags. It's time to go. Because what they're doing is reflecting on you, the disconnect and the discontent within themselves. And if they feel they have to change you, could they really love you? Mm -mm. I don't think so. To love someone is to love their flaws. Yes, she farts in bed. He burps. He has a tendency to do this. She has a tendency to do that. Those are irritants. But don't let them become the big, huge obstacle in your relationship. When it starts becoming bigger than what it is, that means there's a bigger problem than the toilet seat not being put down. We have to look at our own reflection. What am I reflecting out of my own discord? When you can say to a loved one, a partner, family member, colleagues at work, you know, I'm going through something or I'm feeling something and I'm not quite sure what it is and I don't know what to do with it. You know, I'm feeling a bit irritated today and I can't put my finger on it. Maybe somebody just needs to snap you out of it with some love and some laughter. Or maybe they just need to let you twiddle along looking for what the root is and just be supportive because sometimes we just don't know what's causing it and maybe it's just capturing the atmosphere of something that's going on around you and that's the reason why you don't quite feel connected but it's bugging you anyway loving support whether it's of a colleague a neighbor the community a loved one all of that loving support says one thing you care what a concept, hey, folks, when we start caring for one another. You care what happens to that person. You care if they're not feeling well. You care if they're feeling sad. You care if they're down because you don't have sympathy for them where you're treating them like a victim. You have empathy for them. Oh, gosh, I'm just I'm feeling what you're feeling because you're projecting it on me. How can I help you with this feeling? What can I do for you? Can I just be there for you? Is there something I can tangibly do? Sometimes a person doesn't know what it is that's going to help them. And sometimes it just may be an arm around them, a hand. I'm there for you. Or maybe something tangible that you need to do. But the thing is, if we're not present with that person, how are we going to know how to help them? If we're not present with ourselves, how can we be centered enough to be there for them? See, that presence of you, the gift of you is in the presence. That is where you lie. That is your home. That is where you're centered. Everything you do externally comes from the internal compass. So if it is calm and loving, caring, kind, considerate, compassionate, empathic, then it is something that feels that love and knows how to exude that love. But you must have that love of self. Yes, you have flaws. There isn't one single human being walking this earth that doesn't have flaws. But it could mean that you're flawsome. Yes, you can be awesome if you're flaws because they make you unique. They make you different. Now, 
if it's irritating to everyone else and irritating to yourself, maybe that's something you can work on. But if your flaw is that you have a tendency to do this or do that, and it's a quirk of yours, don't try and change it. It is a part of who you are. Just be awesome at it. Again, not at the expense of other people, but also not at the expense of yourself. If we want to be loved, then we have to be love. Good to repeat that. If we want to be loved, we have to be love. Because that is the vibration that somebody will love you. They will match that love. You're resonating on that love frequency. It will draw those people who are resonating on that frequency. Yes, it will draw some people who are looking for that love. But unless they can elevate themselves up to matching that love, then that love can't be sustained. You want people who are willing to work on themselves, willing to look at their own lives and what they can change, what they need to embrace about themselves. Do they love what they're doing? Do they love who they are? Do they love the meaningful purpose? Do they get up every day with an attitude of gratitude? Do they look at life with exuberance? Or are they moaning and groaning the whole time? There's a lot to be bitchy about. God, you just have to watch the TV of politics and one thing after the other, none of it makes sense. It's all absolutely stupid. There's no common sense there whatsoever. And you can get utterly frustrated and angst about it. Very easy to do so. But instead of looking at it, and yeah, you can't help but get irritated, ask yourself, well, what can I do about it? Now, I can't go out there and fix the whole politics of the world, but I can represent myself with dignity, with respect, with self-love, with meaningful purpose, and in service to the world. And the more of us that step up and do that, the more we are sharing that loving vibration, the more we will elevate as a human race, and the less problems we will have. It's quite a simple concept, really. Be the love you seek. You will find the peace you seek because it lies within you. Be the light you seek and you will never ever be afraid of the dark. Be the love that inspires and invites others. Be the love that feeds your very heart, soul, mind, body. Remember, you are 70% water in your body. If you are negative to yourself, you are changing the structure of that water when that water starts to die, it cannot support the rest of your body and your organs start to get diseased. We bring these things on upon ourselves. Yes, some of it's environmental, but most of it is brought on upon ourselves because we are living in disconnect, dis-ease, and it leads to disease. If every day we nurture our water, we purify it with love, with affirmations of love of self, of love of life. If you can go for a walk in nature and have a talk with the trees, I promise you, they talk back to you. They do. And if you get out of ego or confusion and just willing to hear what they say, it will come. I promise you, it will come. The same with being around water or, or mountains or fields. You know, being around nature, it's, it's one of the most 
beautiful, loving places you can be that can rejuvenate you. You might not be an outdoorsy person. It doesn't matter. You know, just a, a walk down the street with a bunch of trees or over to the water if you're near it or just climb a hill. Or go somewhere where there's puppy dogs playing or children playing. Their laughter, their exuberance for life will rub off on you because there's too many people miserable out there because they're living a miserable life because they're not connected. They're not connected to their inner selves. They're looking for life on the outside. When you connect to your inner self, to the reason to love, it's not about just loving relationships. It's about loving the relationship with you. Do you accept you for who you are? Do you love you for who you are? Do you love what you stand for? Do you love what your purpose is? Do you love what your contribution is? Do you love every day getting up and being of service in some way to humanity? When you have that exuberance and that passion and that love, that is what your driving force is. That is the fuel in your tank. That is the generator. It's all there. But love isn't someone else completing you. It's someone complimenting you. Do they compliment who you are? And I don't mean they give you compliments. I mean, do they compliment you with their own energy? Are you in sync with each other? Are you in flow with each other? Are you two beautiful instruments that can play individually but come together in harmony? Because that's the harmony we're looking for. You want two people to be as strong as they are in who they are. But when they come together and they meld together and lock, then they are the harmony that complements each other. And together they are stronger. But that doesn't mean they're weaker standing alone. We need to be that strength that we seek in a relationship, whether it be a work relationship, a love relationship, relationship with our children, relationship with life. We need to find that strength in it. But that strength is found when we are willing to participate in our lives, when we are willing to integrate into our lives all that is our fuel, nature, love of music, love of good food, love of company, love of stepping up and knowing you're making a difference to someone's life out there. That really is something that is quite something. And it really does a lot to give you a reason to get up every day. Now, I know there's challenges. I've got them. I've been open the fact that I have asthma and fibromyalgia and arthritis I suffer from depression and anxiety, and I've had these most of my life. So I know challenges. I know those obstacles that keep being put in my way. And I have the down days. And when I have those down days, it's okay. I have to take some time out to nurture me. I can't be of service to anyone else right now if I am feeling rather depleted. Oxygenate yourself. So I listen to music or play with my grandson or I go and do something. Very often doing something for someone else really, really picks me up, as it will you when you go and do it. And it's just riding the way through it, not getting stuck in it, not getting irritated by it, not getting down by it, but just like, okay, I'm in partnership with all these conditions. And sometimes they rule and I have to let them have their word because they've probably given me the signs and I've ignored them. Okay, they can have their moment. I will take that rest 
I will do what I need to do to get back into my equilibrium, to get back into my, my heart center where my body can be at ease again. So just because you step into love and become the love that you seek doesn't mean everything is coming up roses. There's still thorns. And sometimes those thorns prick you, but it doesn't mean the be all and the end all. It just means, ah, ouch. Okay, need a Band-Aid or a, I need to go and do something to rest right now or nurture myself or take that time out. This is something that's extremely important. Please listen to me. Take the time for you. You need to have every day some time that is just you in silence, in your own presence, in your own calmness. Make the time, carve it out, be time management and make sure you take that time. And it's not like, hurry up, I haven't got much time left. No, no. You take that time, be it a bath, a glass of wine, going for a walk, yoga, meditation, whatever it is. That time where you are at one with self, you are in silence or you are just in your own space. Nothing else around you matters. And in doing so, you are recentering yourself, you're rejuvenating yourself. And when you come out, you are so much stronger to deal with everything. You cannot deal with life if you are not giving yourself the time. That loving time that you are nurturing yourself with will refuel you, will rebuild that generator, and will help you tackle anything that's out there in life. Just taking the deep breath. Okay, what do I have before me? I can manage this. This is not daunting. Might be confusing at the moment, but if I'm present and I'm still and I open up to the universal knowledge, I know the universe will give me what I need to know when I need to know it and how to deal with it. But in order to do that, I need to be present. I need to be calm. I need to be open and ready to receive and receive in whichever way it comes because it's not always extremely clear. So are you that love that you seek? Are you truly that loving being that will shed light and be that beacon for other people that are still in the dark? You are the love you seek. You are the peace you seek. You are the answers you seek. Everything lies within you and everything is downloaded through you when you are present in a loving state of being with self. We need you to love you. We desperately need you to love you. We desperately need you to step into your loving essence, your loving presence, and share that love. And I promise you, the more you share it, the more it grows. The more it expands, the more it reaches other people like a beautiful ripple effect, the more it grows within you. You don't love, 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 and feel no rejuvenation. That love comes back to you. It's like a circle, like the wind constantly coming through you or around you. It's beautiful. Do not look for approval. Do not look for recognition. Do not look for the applause. Simply do it because you feel compelled to do it from a loving space. 
And the more you do it, the more you will rejuvenate yourself, the more you will generate that love within you, and the more impact you will have on other people. Do not expect gratitude from everyone. It depends where they are. Very rarely do you actually get gratitude. And when you do, it's really beautiful. But don't do it for that. Don't do it for praise. Don't help people because you want to be number one at helping people. No. Do it because you care, because you're compassionate, because you have empathy, because you want to understand, because you want to be there for someone else who's going through a tough time. But first, be there for yourself. Allow other people to guide you and help you and give you the skills and tools that you need in order to take an inside out life. Loving yourself, I know, can be the hardest thing for some people, especially if they've been through such persecution, judgment, conditioning through their lives. You've got to look at all that conditioning, all that persecution, all that judgment and go, did I warrant this? No. This was other people imposing their own insecurities upon me. I can release that. I can let it go. And as a newborn soul, I can let myself discover who I am now lovingly and step into love, step into forgiveness, open up to the universe and all its beautiful loving energy and take my own journey without any of those other labels on top of me. But you know, it is your journey. I'm here to help. Everybody I interview is here to help you. We are all here to support you. We are all here to ignite your heart, soul and spirit. But you've got to be the one to do the walking. You've got to be the one that's willing to take the journey. You've got to be the one that's willing to open up in trust and embrace that love, that self-discovery of who you really are. And understand it's not a destination. It's a continuous life journey of wonderment, of excitement, of discovering things that you never, ever would have thought of. And being that love that everybody wants to be around, but most importantly, that you want to be around. So folks, truly love. Let the universe pour through you. Open up your love chakras. Let your love of self, of who you are and your beautiful, unique flawsomeness, and learn to love yourself from the inside out. Be the love. Share the love. Do the love. But do it from an honest place, a truthful place, which is your heart, your soul, and your spirit, not your mind. Your mind will catch up once the heart, soul, and spirit's intellect has taken over the wheels of the car. So until next time, folks, I wish all of you that love discovery. It really is a place of peace, of calmness, of clarity of acceptance. It's a place where you just feel at home. So please be willing to take it because the more of you that do, the more you're going to realize you are the solution to the world's problems and your love is going to be the cure. Until next time, folks. Bye for now. 
We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or selfdiscoverymedia slash shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You will see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment. <laughs>